Are you a sex worker looking to build a new website or a website redesign? Then you'll want to consider Fox Digital. They did a fantastic job designing my website, Stripped by Sia. If you want your website done, mention that you're a listener of the show at foxdigital.design for 20% off. Tell them I sent you. everyone, welcome back to another episode of Stripped by Sia, your podcast for strippers, sex workers, and all the fancy naked people in between. I am your host, Steph Sia, aka Kimchi. Um, it is a lovely, gray, rainy November where I am from, uh, calling in from Vancouver, Canada. But we're not talking about rainy, sad things. You're going to be talking about some really exciting things on this week's episode, which will hopefully get you all kind of inspired and ready for expo season, because we know this year might be wrapping up. There is still Exotica DC coming up, but over in the next year, starting with a bang in January, we do have X3, we do have the AVNs, and if you were like me, Rewind to last year, not knowing a fucking clue of what to do and how to prep yourselves mentally and physically for these events. Um, this is the episode for you, and I will be bringing on someone, if you haven't already checked the caption today, um, who has been to all of them, who has been in the industry for so many years. But before we get started into all of that, I just want to say hi if you are brand new brand new here. This podcast is all about destigmatizing sex work, um, really trying to make a change in our industry so people have a better understanding of the work that it is that we do, understanding and being able to empathize and also humanize sex workers, which I think is super, super important. Um, yeah, the show comes out every single week, new guests on every single week with a different topic that we like to tackle on. And yeah, this week is no different. Um, but we do have um, I, some lovely people I want to shout out first, which is obviously my Patreon subscribers. So just saying a quick hello to some new folks here. We've got McKenna King, who was on the podcast recently. I love it when like my guests are like, I'm going to subscribe and you support you. I'm like, thank you so much. I super appreciate that. Same thing goes for Amy Taylor. We've got B York. We've got Snoo Snoo with Justin Erickson, Geyser, Selena Money, Moxie Mayhem, Eric Rajo. Thank you guys so much for being on the top tier. Um, if you're curious about like, you know, bonus episodes, uh, video exclusive access, what episodes are coming up in the pipeline, you'll get all the information there. So for as low as $4 a month, that is where you can kind of get a sneak peek to download the bonus episodes all over there on patreon.com slash stripped by Sia. And if you are interested in shows like this, again, check out my network. It is Skyhawk After Dark TV. They host a lot of different adult industry podcasts and videocasts like this. So if you're interested in learning more about that and also immersing yourself completely in our industry, that is a place to go. It's skyhawkafterdark.tv. And last but not least, I did mention, or maybe I didn't mention because I've said this so many times, but um, my Patreon um, helps support fund my website, which was lovingly made by our sponsor, Fox Digital, who makes sexy websites for sexy people and is also sex worker friendly. So if you want to get online, get your presence and expand on that, 
Go check them out. It's 20% off for listeners. So it's foxdigital.design and just tell them I sent you. And back to that. I've, I managed to get that done pretty quickly. So kudos to me. Um, I know we're all <laughs> excited to listen to our guest today. And this person I feel like is so big in the cam camming world. And if you don't know her personally, then you might know of her name because she's in the industry for over 20 years or 21 years. Is that what I read online? 21? Yes. 21. <laughs> so we have an expert in the field here. We've got Sterling on, which, you know, a lot of people are like, yes, yeah, Sterling, it should definitely come on the show to speak about this very topic. Um, such a great resource and, you know, has been to like all of them. So I am so excited to bring Sterling on the show this week. Welcome. Hi. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm excited to finally get to have a chat with you uh, and talk about things industry worthy. Definitely. And I know you have tons to share and we are definitely going to be diving deep into it. But I know the audience is also like dying to know yourself as well. So if you want to maybe put yourself in like your own introduction and like tell us a little bit about how you got started, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, I am, have been a CAM model, exclusive CAM model for 21 years. It'll be 22 years in April. Um, I started in Miami. I was a dancer back in the day, and I was really tired of the whole club environment. 9-11 uh, had just happened, and if you live in Miami, a lot of your traffic came from New York. It was the fall, There was it's which was typically season time. We made most of your money in Florida dancing, and nobody was coming. Nobody was flying anywhere, and it was really like, what am I going to do? And I saw this ad, never have to see or touch your customers. And I was like, I'm all over it. And <laughs> I started off um, for a web website called Cams at Home. It was based out of uh, Amsterdam, I believe. If you were to search it now, it would be Private Amsterdam, Triple X, something like that. Um, they had a big voyeur house in Amsterdam where they would fly girls from all over the world. And at one time I went there. Whoa. I was the only one who spoke English when I was there. And and we all had to share rooms and everything from us sleeping to us going to the bathroom was recorded. And it was, it was pretty wild. And um, I cammed pretty full time until uh, motherhood, which was about 2007, and I took three years off. Uh, the three years that I happened to take off was during the tube site boom, the very beginning of the tube site boom. So I returned to a very different dynamic when I came back to camming, but um I stuck with it um, from 2010 to about 2013. I worked on my free cams and probably a couple other websites. I am live, probably tried them all out at one time or another, but have been exclusively on Streamate since 20, 2015. And I do pretty well on there. Um, it's it's a it's a it's a good website to sell your brand exclusively and. Uh, I'm kind of a brat on there, and and they they cater to that for me. So I'm I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed that I I I, I have done well at camming for as long as I have. Um, 
camming was was not a full-time thing to me until uh when COVID hit my partner works in the music industry not a lot of people um know this because I, I don't really talk about it but uh he was one of the last people to go back to work after COVID. he tours for a living musicians concerts and all that stuff was the last stuff too and i really kind of picked up the slack around the house by camming full time and i i got lucky you know i did very well and i'm continuing to do well on there and i'd like to you know, spread some of the knowledge that I have, you know, as often as I can, as long as the environment is, you know, conducive for that. I love that. And we love Streammate too. I need to get my butt back on there. I've taken a bit of a break as well, but we love Streammate. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, wait, hang on. Before we get into everything, I have so many questions. Like you were one of the OG people with like when camming and also just like reality-ish TV was like starting out. Yeah. Yeah. Like my space and, you know, things were, things were different. We didn't, we didn't use Twitter or social media or anything like that to promote ourselves. So that, you know, is something that I I have, will be honest, I have not dabbled in any of that. Social media is not my forte. I get on cam and that's what I do. I get on cam and I make my money there. And I've been pretty successful at that. So I try to keep that my method. I even will take long social media hiatuses just so I can focus on sitting there to make the money. Because that's what it is. You have to be able to sit there and deal with all the coming at you and (laughs) you know stay positive so that you can continue to do it the next day because if you get caught up in you know the site's been broke for a long time or my traffic is you know they're losing their jobs or you know I lost my big spender that that sort of stuff can bring you down and get you you know where you don't want to work so you have to you have to stay positive and be able to adapt and re-navigate you know camming and 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 what what you're doing right and like a long lucky for me I I only do camming I couldn't I couldn't imagine the work that girls have to who can do content dabble and you know porn and all that other stuff it's it's a lot it's a lot it's definitely a lot for sure but admirable though too that like you are able to be exclusively on cam as well because that itself is a lot of work and as you mentioned like having the ability to adapt through all these times I mean let's talk about that too quickly like um, when you were like okay I also like came back to the cam scene back when all the tube sites were blowing up like can you remember what that time was like and kind of navigating that space and how did that affect traffic? I I can tell you that when I first started camming, rules were very, very strict. There were, it was, you know, there were a lot of things you didn't do and you you knew why you didn't do them because you wanted to protect the integrity of the website you worked for. You wanted to protect the integrity of yourself as a performer. Um, and I think when I came back, a lot of those rules were like gone on people and people were just 
filming and doing whatever they wanted to from, you know, about 2009. I'd say it probably slowed down a little bit around 2013, but it was kind of a free-for-all and what you could put out there content-wise. Um, some of it borderline revenge porn. Some of it was, you know, you know, things just changed for me. And I think, you know, and you had to be able to, um, you don't have to do those things to make money, but you had to be able to adapt to that that was going on around you and, you know, whether or not you were going to get involved in that to make your money or whether you were going to, so, I mean, for me, I think that was the hardest thing. I was just like, wow, we never did this stuff. Like, for me, a token website where, you you know, most of the stuff is done in free chat was just completely unheard of for me. I'm like, why, why is everybody doing, you know? And it, you know, that was, you know, even still now, that's, you know, when I go and work on a token site, that's very, very hard for me to adapt to. But, um I think that that was probably like the biggest shock. Wow, everything is just like out here and kind of free. And I I charge everybody for everything. These people, these people are gonna hate me, you know? How am I gonna be able to sell myself? You know, cause I say no a lot. Um, so, I mean, I think that that, and, and I did struggle with that until I found Streamate, you know, where you know, I felt like there I can say no and be spicy, you know, whereas if when I'm on a token site, they won't tolerate, you know, the dudes are just like, boo, yes. you know, and, and I, you know, and I don't blame them. That's just, that's the difference between a premium yes. network yes. and a token website. We, we do very different things and you know a token based website you'll you could do and, and a, a lot of them are different a lot of the girls do privates and exclusives and that sort of stuff on those but most of their shows are one two or three shows a night whereas if you're on an exclusive website you could be doing endless amount of shows a night it's one after another lube yes. everywhere it's it's sticky it's sticky <laughs> let's play what's on my toe? <laughs> is, it, is it, what is it? <laughs> no, I, I totally agree with you on that too. Cause I, I started off in camming really briefly during the pandemic in on a token site on my free cams. And then, um, just last year moved over to stream mate, but also like coming from your, your background as a dancer, like I, I feel like it's almost like structurally, like structured similarly in a way of like a strip club. At least that's how like what my experience is as a dancer too. Like you have your show and people can tip you and that's just all out and open. And then like streammates private shows like a small private area for like a group of people. And then of course the exclusives, but just like your lap dance. So Yeah. <laughs> I'm you also have to run to your <laughs> You have to run your free chat like it's a club too. Like, do you go into the bar and sit down at the bar and just stare at the bartender? No, you don't. You order a drink. <laughs> you order a drink, you get some nuts, and you order something. You don't just be quiet. No, <laughs> no I think this that's great. 
I mean, like your experience um, in the industry, it's really admirable. Like just because a, a lot of people, you know, come into the space, uh, come to this industry again, maybe coming with the illusion that this might be easy work. But to have this tenure and this longevity in the industry, that's something admirable to say. And I just feel like everyone who is a cam person knows who you are. <laughs> um. Which is awesome. Uh, they, they, they either love me or hate me. <laughs> you know, um, it's I have because I have been outspoken about a lot of things. You know, it. You know, it, a lot of people. You know, have indifference with that, and I respect their opinions and that sort of stuff too. A lot of times they change. You know, I like I say, I've been around a long time. You know, people will start off. You know, they'll be, why is she talking about that? Why is she talking about it? And they'll. They'll even get angry and say, you know, we're talking about glitches on streaming right now is a is a very common. Thing. Why? Why are they talking about it? And then when it starts to happen to them, they they start to understand. Oh, now I understand why she was why she was saying something because they come on a lot of people come on and because they're new they think that it's going to last that way for a long time and I really just want them to know to save their money traffic the way it's distributed the way the websites treat you it's it's very different and it changes the longer you go and um just 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 recognize you know that it's not always going to be easy and usually when somebody's speaking out about something there's a pretty good reason for it Why? yeah you never know what what it's going to be on my on my <laughs> on my timeline with you know what I, with what i've been through with ab5 and you know this this stuff that's happened here in, in california when we all were fired for you know just for being cam models and a, a law that passed here in California. So I try to be a oh. good resource Oh, dang. and stay positive. It's also, I don't, yeah, I don't know if you know about no, AB5. I, I didn't hear about that, it but was, uh, it, quickly tell us. It's a whole other topic, but yeah, all the streammate models, including porn stars, all of us got fired and it, it and they, and this was in, 2019 and it happened right at christmas we found out via a tweet oh my God. and um they they we didn't know until about late january whether or not they were going to bring us back and when they did bring us back we all got a lower percentage so like now i work for 35 percent. i had to work for a whole year for 25 percent <gasps> because of this law that passed here and some girls didn't come back. Some women moved to Nevada. Some women left their kids here with their husbands and set up a resident in Nevada so that they could make their full percentage. And it was just a really messy, really messy 10 months. And a lot of people, you know, don't, don't know that, that, that we, that we went through that. And, um, so, you know, that, and, and I was one of the people, so, um, that's terrible. A lot of people come to me for information and historical, I call myself the cam archive. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of true. Oh, I, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not so, a bad thing. 
But again, yeah. you've garnered this reputation in the industry. To, and like, if I can recall a quick memory, and you probably don't remember, but um, and this is kind of gonna this this will, this story will make sense because we're going to be talking about the AVNs pretty soon. But basically, I fucked up I last remember. year. I actually, I actually <laughs> do remember, and I I think I know what story you're going to tell me. <laughs> But go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah. So I was nominated for a 2023 AVN Award for Best Adult Podcast. That category no longer exists for 2024. So I'm glad I went at very last minute. And basically, I was there enjoying the show. Again, not knowing what to expect from the expo and stuff. Um, and we'll go into that later on when we talk about expos. But the, you're supposed to pick up your ticket for the award show sometime during the day. And of course, I did not do that because I thought the QR code on my phone and my Apple wallet was the ticket. So then there I am. I was camming at the time to kill time. And I was like, why is everyone on the red carpet already? Like, holy shit. And no. then, yes, my st this, <laughs> the pit in my stomach just dropped. And I was like, holy shit. I was freaking out. I didn't know anyone. I went by myself. So I messaged Kylie Krupp, who was also on the show. And then Kylie was like, here's my friend Sterling's number. And I think she's like watching at the place inside the hotel or something. Go contact her. <laughs> and then I contacted I you. Yeah, yeah, I was freaking out. And I'm like, oh, baby, we're, the, we're having wings. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so, eventually. So yeah, if you ever need me at AVN, I usually during the red carpet when everybody walks in and everyone's in there. It's changed, so now I'm at the little wing spot there. But I usually have a spot where I can watch everybody walk in. I typically do not go to the award show and that sort of stuff. I've This is my 10th year at AVN. So I have my own little system of what I like to do. But I, I wish you would have came because um, I got slipped three tickets to the award show this year. Oh, my god! And I, it was just <laughs> me and my girlfriend. I would have been able to take you in with me. Yeah. I mean, it, it all worked out in the end. I had to do the runaround, but eventually I, I literally walked in and got sent to like five different places. I had even called like the the Peter, whatever his name. I have his number on my phone now, the guy from AVN. <laughs> like it was a thing. Oh, good. good yeah. resource. Yeah, good resource <laughs> to have just in case. But anyways, yeah. we'll see what happens at next year if I, if I decide to go. But, you know, I think this is a great transition though to talk about – AVNs, um, yeah, the, all the at different expos or the major, at least the the four that are quite major in our industry. But maybe we'll start from there and it's kind of like laying them out and talking about yeah. you know, what to expect. So the, yeah, there's four four big ones. Uh, there's X three, which is in Los Angeles, and that is January nineteenth through the twentieth. And that is the weekend before AVN. Well, there's there's also Exotica that's in December. I don't have those dates in my notes, but I do have Exotica Chicago for next year on my list. So, and then AVN is January 24th through the 27th. Um, and they just announced this morning that Iggy Isalia will be um, yeah. the performer. And then you have Exotica Chicago, which is in April, and then you have Expiz Miami. So what the important thing you need to know about all of these 
four events is they all do something different. They all have different stuff going on. They are not the same events. Some of them are fan events. Some of them are, there's no fans at them at all. Um, so what the best thing you should do very, very, very first off the bat, if you're deciding that you want to go to one of these expos is to decide what you want to accomplish there. Yes. Do you yeah. want to go there? Do you want to become a nominee? Do you want to try and win an award? Do you want to net with, network with people? Do you want to film with people? Do you want to exhibit at some of these expos? Or do you just want to go and be a voyeur and check it out? You know, it might be your first time. Um, and generally, if it is your first time for any event, uh, it is my my recommendation to go to your first event as a voyeur. Yes, you know you could go you could go and try and do all these things, and you may get shoved in as a nominee and not know what to expect when you get there. But if you have the ability to go and just check out these events as 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 a civilian type deal and just look and see what's going on. Um, it's a really, really good idea. And the number one thing I want to know about these events, a lot of is a big misunderstanding is these events have no nudity at them. A lot of people think, oh, it's a free for all. There's that, that is not happening. It is not allowed. These are public places, you know, and, and I know that Resorts World last year was very, very strict about what goes on on the casino floor. Yes. Women were not even allowed to wear pasties unless they were double, you know, if you're wearing pasties now, you need to wear something also over the pasties. You can't just, can't wear them around the casino so uh, you know the what goes on in the hotel rooms and the after parties and all that sort of is, is very very different than what they're selling on the expo floors and mm -hmm. you know and in, in the casinos for 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 some of these um expos um and if you know what you plan to accomplish there before you're going it, it's going to make a huge huge, huge difference on how things turn out for you Definitely. so um well let's there's a like, lot of sorry maybe like can we break it down uh for for each expo and like what to expect is yeah. this for creators is this for fans etc yeah so um I'll, X3 and AVN are very, very similar in the way that they're structured and who in the industry that they're structured for. X3 and AVN are very, very much geared towards the porn industry. But over the last 10 years with the explosion of tube sites, campsites, uh, content creating sites, uh, toy companies and all that sort of stuff, they want these people coming to their expos and spending spending money. Now, X3 is a little bit different. So I'm gonna tell you the difference that I have found between X3 and AVN. Um, X3, you can go, if you're a performer and you're in the industry, you can go on their website and you can sign up for a ticket and they send you a free ticket to come to the show, a free ticket to come to the award show, to the expo, because they want you there and they know that having your presence there makes a difference to the fans and the people who are spending money to come to the expo that are not in, in the industry. 
um, AVN, you will be paying for everything. You're going to pay for your expo ticket. And this is if you are not exhibiting. If you are exhibiting for a company, one of those platforms, those cam sites, it's different. A lot of times they will help you with these costs. If you are not with those companies, you're going to pay for your hotel, you're going to pay for your award show tickets, you're going to pay for your industry passes, your air travel, your transportation, your food, your partying, everything is going to be on you. And it, it, I mean, I went to four expos last year and there are write-offs. It was close to $40,000 in write-offs to go to all four of these expos, you know, four blown that's probably not all expo money. That's other, that's <laughs> other money. But I know that the expo part of my write-offs was a huge chunk. Um, so I really want you to understand how much it, it, could, it could potentially cost you to go to these events um, just for little things like that. Um, I Like I said, I've gone to AVN for 10 years. Um what I like to do is um, find parties and uh, network with people. And I just like to buy an expo ticket for Friday, just Friday. The industry pass is like $300. A one day expo pass is like $120. To me, I'm getting, I'm getting $180 savings right there, you know, and then I go to the stream party and, and, Saturday night, I have my own little thing that I like to do. And because I've been there for so many years, everyone knows me. You know, I call myself the Joan Rivers of the red carpet. <laughs> um, I am. I'm like, oh, look at her. Look what she's wearing. I love her. Um, so it, it's very, very expensive. So I do like that I, I'm going to X3 this year. I do like that I was able to just sign up and get a free ticket, free ticket to the award show. That makes a lot of difference, um, especially because I'm local for that one. I can go to that one for very cheap. Um, but I do know that if I'm going to X3, that this is not an event where it is geared towards cam or content creators. It is mostly geared towards big porn stars, people who are in the industry who have been around for a long time. And, and, the, and that award show is typically geared towards the, those people. I do believe they have a small fan voting category for that yeah. one, but I'm not quite sure on what, um, what they, what they do in the actual award show. And I'm going to get to that when I'm going to go over to AVN. So yeah. like I said, you, you, you will save some money, but if you're in cam or content creation, that may not be your bag unless you're trying to get into the porn, the full, the you porn know, side, yeah. mainstream porn industry. For sure. AVN yeah. is, um, over the years, you know, it was always more porn geared but over the years so much has happened with content and cam creation in these companies there are over 100 categories at the avn awards and i don't know if people know that and there's a lot if you've ever been to an award show could you imagine sitting there through 100 categories no they yeah. don't they, they so don't they do don't that. so they yeah. didn't do that they don't do that. So here's the number one thing that I want people to understand. If you are running 
to be a AVN nominee, that their categories are very, very broad. And in the fan category ones, which are probably going to be coming up within the next couple of weeks, they're going to have categories that are going to seemingly be geared towards cam and content creators. Um, but they're really geared towards porn industry people. Uh, I'll, I'll give you two um one, one the milf if you're if you're unless you're a big huge and i've seen it because i believe ainsley divine won an avn milf hottest milf award um it is very very hard to get into the milf category if you're not a mainstream porn milf that mm -hmm. that like that category was all mainstream porn MILF. And I, I kind of felt that that was the same for the cosplay category. It was like big, big names. And they put little cam girl names up against these big, huge names. And, and, and that's great because you're nominated alongside these people. You're getting an AVN award nomination. And, and that in itself is huge. That is, you know, you can say you're AVN nominated for the rest of your life. Um, but I want you to know that if you are trying to win those awards, they are very, they very, are. very hard. Yeah. And if you're going to spend your money to go to the award show, to hope to see yourself on the big screen in your category to get that sort of recognition. I want you to know that that likely is not going to happen because oh, yeah. AVN has so many categories that they don't do the fan categories. And I think that that is the biggest disappointment amongst going to AVN for content and cam creators right now is we go there spend so much money at their event on their tickets, their hotel. And they, we really kind of do get nickel and dimes yes. at AVN. Yeah. Um, I do have then thoughts about we that. <laughs> don't get recognition. And then you got to hear the, when are the cam girls doing here? You got to hear the whispers when you're at the, the award show you, and you know, and over the years it has really left a lot of bad tastes in, in people's mouths. I, mm -hmm. you know, I have encouraged AVN to try and split up their cam and content awards like yes. XBiz is doing, yes. but I think it's really going to take them a long time to do that. Um, yeah. Or it's just going to get to the point where people are going to say, you know, what's important to me, you know, at, at these events. For me, I've been going for 10 years. I, you know, I know that I'm going to give AVN a lot of money by going to their event one way or another. I really like to minimize that because I know all the other events, they're not charging me for, for a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And there are like a lot of parties that happen that during that time, there's like, like my, my experience, I've only ever been to the one AVN, which was earlier this year, this January. Like, I always felt like that content creators and like cam girls and stuff, although we were like, quote unquote, included, it was almost like an afterthought. And, and that also goes with like trans performers and talent as well. It's all like very specified to like mainstream performers, even like seating arrangements. Yeah, they did like upstairs. I was like, cool. what? The whole, the whole expo last year at AVN, the gay 
had their they gave them their own room they didn't mix them with everybody like mix them with everybody it was it was really you know and people do notice that that sort of stuff now um i will say one of the positive things about avn that a lot of people don't know or don't realize a lot of big names big names have have played or showed up at AVN to uh, um, either host the awards or be an act there and even private parties. Cardi B did a private party for My Free Cams and was a performer one year. Diplo was a performer one year. Last year, Matt Reif was the host. And Matt Reif was huge this year. So for me, is and you you really do not ever know who you're gonna run to in, at AVN while mm-hmm. it is the most expensive and it is very very frustrating if you're trying to be a nominee and, and you're going to get in line. I don't know if you waited in line to get into the show last year, but it these shows sometimes I'm not lying my people listening it can take up to two hours to get into these shows sometimes because of how long the lines are and if you're standing there in high heels and your feet are going to give out like mine always do it's something you should know it's um not always the most organized and i do not think there has ever been a year at avn where i have not seen that line get backed up and people get stuck in front of me so I can judge their outfits. <laughs> yeah. I had to line up with the civilians because of my whole ticket issue. And I was like, fuck me. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. So, yeah. And I know <laughs> last year, so the red carpet line for AVN started at five o'clock last year. And I know because I had to get my table. It didn't end. I think I got into the war show at 10, 10 p.m. So it was about a five hour red carpet process so if you're like one of those people i'm like i gotta get down there it's five o'clock take it easy you know (laughs) whatever you want to calm down relax because um i did find that the show last year the avian show was 100 percent geared towards porn stars um a lot of those fan category the the fan categories i think it was a three-minute chunk yeah. where they blew through it on the screen where we could just, and I'm like trying to record my, you know, just a, a glimpse of my friend's faces for okay. if, if they got, if they got shown. So, well, like switching um, gears, I mean, there are events that are aimed towards creators and like other people that have sites. Like maybe we can talk about expos as well. Yeah. So that is, um, it is grown to be one of my favorite events. So I, I believe this next year it will be their third event. And Expis does do a cam and content creator awards every spring. So it's been May. It's been Mother's Day weekend for me for the last two years. Um, and I've gone for both years. It's the last year was the first year. Um, and this event is very much like their January event. You sign up for an email, prove that you are a performer in the industry, and they give you free tickets to their three-day expo and 
free tickets to their award show and all you got to pay for is your flight to Miami and your hotel. And if you've got some friends, you can be very cost effective. And I like this event because it is warm. We're all wearing our bikinis. Um, <laughs> and they, I don't, I don't, I know this is the only event that I go to that they plan something for you every single day. They have speakers, yes. they have seminars, they have performers showing up and they have all your bosses are going to be there in cabanas and everyone yeah. gets dressed up. They have neon parties. They had a white party. Yes. And then you have, you know, free tickets to the awards show. And here's my favorite thing. They, it's usually at the Sagamore hotel. Did you go last year? I did go this year for expos. I just skipped out on the award show because I didn't care too much about it. <laughs> but, okay. yeah. but so they, Close the whole Sagamore Hotel for yes. us, and um, you can take your top off at the pool and lay out at the pool. And um, they didn't do this the first year, but last year they had some pretty wild after parties. So, like when everybody was done for the day, they would open up the pool. And I don't even think I left the pool until five in the morning one of the nights last year. Like, <laughs> And not to mention all Why? the parties that are outside happening, the private ones that are like happening in South Beach and stuff too, all like the content collaborator things that you can do. Like honestly, I felt like Expiz was so great for creators and a really event catered towards us because I learned so much in that. And that's definitely something I want to go back to because like the seminars I and wish the workshops are amazing. Longer. I need more days for that event because we all – we get there and we – all have so much we want to do and we plan all these things and we end up so busy at and we end up spending so much time at the hotel and networking and just that we don't really have time to do the things that we want to do so we need like two days for expo a break day for snuggles <laughs> and food and then we'll expo for two more days but yeah the, the, the expo miami has really grown to be my favorite event um, everybody looks so hot. They're all half, you know, AVN, we're all bundled up. Like it's yeah. the end of the world because it's freezing and it's just, it's a, it's a complete different vibe. And it's the only event that you can get that hot, sweaty camp star vibe. It's nice. Yeah, definitely. And not to mention all the free shit that they give you. They like my like suitcase yes. is so full of swag. Like <laughs> if you're a drinker and you're allowed to drink and that's your thing, usually the booths even have free booze, oh, which oh yeah, free drinks. booth at events is like unheard of. Uh, food, I believe, as well. During the day, they put out food for everybody. I never make it early because I'm usually dealing with chaos. Um, <laughs> I lost my phone in the pool last year. Oh I didn't gosh. lose it. I dropped it in there like a big dummy in the pool. <laughs> and they couldn't get it out for 14 hours. So I was like running crazy last year. But it's a really, really, really fun event. I definitely recommend the Xbiz Miami to all content creators, networking, running for awards. Um, if you run for those awards, if you are at the award show, if you are one of the top five 
you're not all 10 of the people in the category will get showed if you're one of the top five you will see yourself on the screen you will get recognition um, and it's a lot of it's a lot of fun you yeah. actually feel like you're amongst your community and I think that Alejandro and Xbizmo have done a, an amazing job at, of, of bringing us together for an exclusive you know cam content event yeah. I just wish that they would um, I'm, I'm noticing it happening already is uh, a lot of porn stars are running for the cam and content creator awards and they're infiltrating a lot of the categories which they have the right to I just wish that if they're going to do that that um, Mo and Alejandro would create a separate like porn category. cam model category, you know, so that yeah. that way, you know, last year I was up against Sarah J and Alana Evans and it's like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm a fossil, you know, and I, you know, I'm, you know, I'm, these are, these are huge women in the industry yes. and, you know, I just felt like I, I felt like, didn't they just have an award show, you know, in January? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just one thing I want them to be very careful of is I, I'm noticing that, you know, it was a little bit last year. It was a little bit more this year. Yes, we want the porn stars to come to those events. We want them there. So make separate categories for them. So us, you know, people who've got like very, very small followings are not, paid, you know, competing against people who've been in the industry and yeah. have, you know, it's just not it's <laughs> if, if you're someone like me i'm like this is a waste of my time you know my <laughs> you know you gotta to ask people to vote every day your family's yeah, voting every day everyone's and just voting. like it's a lot i'm like do you know who sarah j is she's huge <laughs> right um I so mean, that that's just yeah hopefully they will um uh one other thing that I wanted to talk about was security at all of these events because yeah. a lot of people, um, I, and, and this one is huge for Exotica because I know Exotica yeah. is a fan event. Another Fans kind of event, can yes. purchase tickets to these to these shows. They can purchase tickets to AVN. They mm -hmm. will be in the casino with you. There's a possibility they could be on your elevator with yes. you. Um, there's a lot of security things that people don't talk about, about or think about when they're going to these shows. So I'm going to keep it kind of as short as possible. So um, here's what I recommend. Um, one of the biggest things you need to know is what security's job at these types of shows what their job it is to do. So if the venue hires, you know, security people, they're usually going to hire one big giant security person and he's going to be in charge of all those security people on the floor. And, and what those people's job is to generally keep the venue safe. They're making sure people aren't bringing anything in their bags. You know, they're not supposed to, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. What there are things that are out of these security people's hands like um say you are exhibiting and there happens to be no security people around at the moment and somebody decides they want to put their hands on you or touch you or even be violent to you it has happened at some of these shows before um it is that security's job to get on the spot immediately and take care of that resolution but it 
it in a in a sense it was it was your personal responsibility to have somebody there to keep you safe as well you know so what i would recommend is if you are somebody i have a lot of people who don't like me at these events i have a lot of you know enemies over 21 years you should bring somebody to the event with you if you are concerned about security that way if somebody does touch you you don't have to wait for that security guy to show up to do something you have somebody there if you're walking to your hotel room and you're by yourself and one of your fans gets on the elevator with you you at least have somebody there with you and these are these are security issues that you you need to be very very aware of if, especially if you're going to exotica especially mm -hmm. if you're going to to avn x3 um Expos miami doesn't have a lot of fans there um no. we do have that whole little thing where people are signing up for only fans and pretending like they're performers but it's more on a we kind of know who they are type yeah. deal yeah but um and you also need to be very careful of your surroundings in the hotel room, especially if you're drinking. You yes. um, need to note your hotel room number. You need to remember your hotel room number because there gets to be like 10 digits now sometimes. And you need to be very wary of when you're getting off of the floors of you know your hotel room. Make sure that when you get off the elevator, are you on the right floor? Are you going try and put your key in the right door, the right room? You don't want to be drunk and trying to get into the wrong room and have somebody open the door up on you. And I have heard, you know, many stories of you know people, and I have myself many times gone. You know, I got a pee trying to get upstairs at the Hard Rock so many times. Then I'm on the wrong floor, you know. And there's a lot of you know. It's a lot of um, dangerous situations. Um, security, if, yes, there is going to be event security. There are going to be people who are hired to keep the place safe, but they are not going to be hired to keep you personally safe. They're going to show up for you personally. If something happens to you, they'll be there as soon as they can. But if you are concerned and you have any extra you know, precautions that you need to take, you have stalkers, crazy people, that sort of stuff, definitely bring somebody with you to protect you um, while you're walking around yeah. and while you're getting around the venue. And they can help you. They can go get you something to drink sometimes if you're yeah. exhibiting. You know, you're going to get hungry, bring something to sit on. A lot of times, you know, you guys are wearing thongs and you know the, the chairs everybody kind of shares chairs and sweaty butts and all that sort of stuff sometimes there's not a chair and you'll see girls have to sit on the floor you know bring something to you know a handkerchief something you can stuff somewhere you know just to keep your keep your butt clean that you can tell that's one of my pet peeves when i go to the god <laughs> You know, and I'm not, the, you know, I have a foot fetish, so, you know, I'm not the cleanest person on the planet. I lick some nasty, <laughs> dirty toes, but your butt on the expo floor is where I cross the line. <laughs> <laughs> I hear um, you with that. Also, like, yeah, um, like, like besides that, too, like, um, just going back to what you said about alcohol and stuff, too, like, 
because there's so much alcohol at these events, like really kind of know what your limit is. Cause like, although you're amongst community, there are still predators in our industry as well, um, which isn't yeah. great. And unfortunately I have to say it because there's just, I mean, I haven't heard of anything that happened at Expos no, or anything like have. that, but, but it has happened in the past though. And other yeah, events too. Yes, it has. So definitely don't take drinks from strangers. I used mm -hmm. to, um, I can't really do it anymore cause I don't have um, the room, but I used to bring like plastic lids for you know like to-go cups i used yeah. to keep them in my purse like a little stack of them and i used cover. to put them on my just grab one out of and keep it on my drink when i'm walking because a lot of times you're walking around and you have your drink up and anybody can slip anything into your drink and um that sort of stuff and there's also testing drink testing strips if you ever mm -hmm. you know or find yourself one time i was at avn and i had my fancy table and i ordered a bottle of champagne and I believe I went to go smoke weed in the car. And when I came back, there were a bunch of clowns around my bottle of champagne. It was like mm. taking over my whole table. And I was no. like, I had to go, I had to go get the waitress. I'm like, I just left for a minute and they, you know, took over the whole tape and they were clowns. They were Ugh. so pissed at me. They were like sitting next to me. <laughs> Like, I'm like, this is fucked up. So they had to get me out. But, you know, I had left my bottle of champagne there. So, you know, I just pulled out a test strip, made sure, you know, nobody, you know, spiked my shit while I was gone. And and that sort of stuff. You can get those really cheap on, on Amazon. Just look up drink testing strips and really do take those extra steps to stay um secure uh, and safe this year and there's another other security thing that i want to talk about pickpocketing is a huge yeah. huge thing right now um i bought some of these i'll pull a photo up on it um so i can lock up my fanny packs in my purse because um it's it's to the point where they're lifting them right off of your body so if you guys can see these they're super it's super small. Mm -hmm. It's like a master lock cool. with a super small thingy. And you can put it through the um, zippers, the zipper holes on your purse, and you can lock it. So that way, um, I'll post a photo of it so you guys can see it. So that way you can lock up. And we could plug that into see, the links for the that's show a notes. Picture of my that's a picture of my purse locked up. There we go. So that they they can unzip it, you know, if you're walking around. Um, that's a huge deal. I, I know, I'd say within the last three months, I know four to five people who have gotten their phones pickpocketed off of them. So, so um, you may think I wear a fanny pack and it, no one's going to take it off of me. That It's happened twice. So um, while they were standing there, it's a huge business there now. So be very wary of that. Do not bring anything of value onto yeah. the show floors. If you are exhibiting, leave your valuables in your hotel, hotel room. Yeah. Um, and just be safe. Keep somebody, you know, who's close to you informed of what you're doing, where you're going, who you're partying with, mm -hmm. especially if you're in Vegas. You know, you yeah. find yourself in some dark places in Vegas and you know you want somebody to know where you are absolutely and to add to your points as well um make sure you're hydrating kind of going along with the alcohol point but also like also in um 
expos too, it, it being so hot, like I just saw a lot of people very dehydrated. Luckily, my hotel was right around the corner, but still like I saw a lot of people just like drinking way too much, being soaked in the sun, and that's not being a great thing as well. Um, one more thing I do want to say as well, uh, also wear comfortable shoes because um, it is a lot of walking in <laughs> these things. And you just don't want to have your feet to be hurting. Hate to say it, but it's true. Well, with that being said, Sterling, it was a pleasure talking to you today. But where can we all find you? Yeah, well, I am only on Streamate. I go by Sterling X on Streamate. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at SterlingXSM. If you need any help, if you're a cam model, you have any questions about avn or the expos or you're there and you're in your hotel room and you get that weird anxiety that hits you and you don't want to leave your room message me find me i will take care of you and show you where some fun stuff is and if you need anything reach out to me i love it it was so great having you on thank you so much sterling for joining us today and just sharing your expertise um with the audience <laughs> it was lovely. I'm sure people would have learned a thing or two from today's episode. And yeah, if you do have questions, feel free to reach out to Sterling. And if you want to reach out to me, it's Stripped by Sia on Twitter or X, which is now what's what's called. Stripped by Sia podcast on Instagram, uh, strippedbysia.com if you want to pitch yourself to be your, be on the show. And patreon.com slash stripped by Sia if you want to support the show financially. But yeah, new episodes every single Sunday. Dropping at midnight. You're listening to Stripped by Sia. Hosted, produced, and edited by Steph Sia. Music by Ted D. Graphic design by Maria Bellantarama. And photography by Ian Davern. Thank you.